Hey there, good morning, and welcome to episode 109 of Fresh Air at 5. I can't believe it's episode 109 already. We're chill recording and walking and uh, doing the things. So in this episode, you're going to hear uh, me talk about ChatGTP again because it's on the it's on the rise and it's, it's not going away. You're going to hear me talk about gratitude. You're going to hear me talk about teacher stories and you're going to hear me talk about transitioning from one role to another. And so without further ado, here's episode 109 of Fresh Air and Five. I'm Andrew Murata, host of the Education Leadership and Beyond podcast, a part of the Education Podcast Network, just like the show you are listening to now. Shows on the network are individually owned and opinions expressed may not reflect others. Find other interesting education podcasts at edupodcastnetwork.com. Welcome to Fresh Air at 5, the podcast. I'm your host, Brian Carpenter. Fresh Air at 5 is my regular attempt to exercise by walking about my neighborhood to take in podcast content, then reflect in an unedited video, which I finally post to my Twitter channel. This podcast will be a regular collection of the audio from these selfie videos. You can follow me on Twitter at FreshAir at 5 or check out my website, BrianCarpenter.com, for other content I have created and collected. Hey, PLN, it is Monday, February 7th. Nope. February 6, 2023, out for fresher at 5, at 5 o'clock in the p.m., and it's not dark anymore. Loving it. The days are getting longer. Fantastic. So, I uh, didn't go this morning. I woke up exhausted. I don't know why, and I was tired. So, I didn't go this morning uh, on the Monday, but uh, uh, this afternoon, I got home from work, and I'm like, you know, I need to walk. So, out I am, out I go, and I turned on. Check this out. Episode 154 with Ryan O'Donnell and Brian Briggs. And uh, the gents, they brought us Chat to Chat GPT 2.0, the return of the bot king, and uh, and curious discussion. We got uh, both of these hosts that uh, don't agree with each other necessarily, and uh, that's crazy cool to listen to because you know what? We're all toiling. Well, okay, I'm not saying all. Okay, many of us are toiling with how to deal with chat GTP and AI in our classrooms. And, uh, you know, the, the four C's, creativity, uh, communication, collaboration, and critical thinking. You know, we got to work on how we can do these things in the midst of an AI space and the pressure of performing. You know, um, how do we do that? And uh, Brian uh, Briggs brings up the point that, you know, it could be a way to spark. It could be a way to uh, spark creativity. Uh, Ryan O'Donnell says, no way, man. That's like going to kill creativity sparking. And it's interesting to hear uh, each of their perspectives. I encourage you to take a listen to this episode 154. Check this out. And uh, I, I enjoyed the conversation. Uh, Ryan, you made a shout out to me for talking about Brave New Teaching and how uh, that episode that I shared last week um, was, you know, informative to me. And am I still wary of it? Absolutely. I'm talking about it with my students, but am I going, oh, go and just do it because it's great. 
and you can do so many cool things and I haven't done that hardcore at all. I know the students are doing it and uh, that's something to be aware of. You know, how do we assess work that comes out of ChatGTP possibly? That is this too. Hang on, I'm right, I'll come right back. One second. One more thing for February 6, 2023. Continuing my thoughts on episode 154 of Check This Out podcast. Ryan, Ryan and Brian talk about chat GTP and about AI in our educational space and how it will kill creativity. That is, a, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know if it's gonna kill creativity or whether we have to teach creativity and teach kids how to sit quietly and come up with an idea and how do we test that? You know, how do we test our ideas? You know, how many of you test your ideas of whether it's a good video to put out there or not by going to YouTube and searching for the video that you're going to make? You know, are we doing our research to go up? Oh, nope, been there, done that. It's happened before. Um, you know, is that responsible? Maybe journalism or, or creating that we are aware of what's happened before? As a scientist out in... Uh, research land when I was doing research we had to be aware of everything that was happening in our field before you know we started working on it I don't know so the Google search that's what that's good for you know being able to search a database of information um, but I don't know how is AI gonna help us do that maybe it won't but uh, you know speaking with a colleague at work that teaches English you know she's like yeah I don't know what to think Except that, you know, we're going to have to, like, teach kids research skills on providing references for the research that they are providing that might be coming out of ChatGTP. So, you know, a, a research article or an article that doesn't have references in it, you know, is that how we're going to get them to do the research if they're not doing the research? I don't know. So, I am still not totally pro ChatGTP. I am like, we have to be aware of it. We have to understand it. And uh, so that we can understand how it will be used and how to spot it. You know, in my space of media design, I get my kids to do things that are, I don't know, maybe we can search them. I haven't gone and looked at Dolly at all. I haven't looked at some of this art creation stuff, but I uh, believe that the things that they're doing and making are authentic for my space. All right, that's all. Talk to you guys later. Bye. APLN February 7th, 2023. This morning, Fresh Air at 5 comes to you from Fresh Air in the garage because it is pouring rain out there and I did not want to go get wet. So uh, this morning, instead, I sat at my desk and I did one of my other favorite things to do, and that was tie flies. So I was working on tying some flies for this spring fishing and uh, listened to a couple of podcasts. The very first podcast that I listened to uh, was one that I was privileged to be a guest on back in December with Lainey Rowell, and it's Evolving with Gratitude, episode 43. And I was really looking forward to hearing this come out because we had the conversation. I listened to the podcast uh, in real time as we recorded, but I was looking forward to seeing what I actually said because uh, you never know how that actually goes until it comes out. So I'm proud of uh, what I had had to say and had the conversation that Lainey and I had. And I would encourage you to go listen to episode 43 of Evolving with Gratitude. Um, yeah, so... 
honored if you would listen. And Lainey, thank you so very much for having me on your podcast. It was a privilege to be there. And, you know, your work that you do with Evolving with Gratitude uh, reminds us of the gratitude that we can have every day for the uh, people and the spaces and the things that we have um, and not take them for granted and being creative with how we can express gratitude around us. All right, um, moving along is one of the things that I'm grateful for is that I get to be part of the uh, Salmon in the Classroom project um, with Department of Fisheries and Oceans here in Canada and we have a salmon tank and we have have 55 coho eggs that were delivered to us uh, back in early January and yesterday one of those eggs hatched into an alevin and that's the second stage of the salmon cycle from the egg moving along to the adult stages and so that's pretty exciting the kids are excited k-2s is who i'm working with in our school and uh, looking forward to sharing this little alevin with them uh, on wednesday and possibly we'll have more hatched by then all right that's all for now coming up with one more thing hang on one more thing for February 7, 2023. I listened to the second question, season three, episode 12, as Marty Silverman brings us an interview with Arnie Alia. I think I said that right. And uh, so you'll have to go check out and hear, listen to the conversation between Arnie and Martin. And so thank you, gentlemen, for sharing. And uh, Arnie, I appreciate you sharing vulnerably on the podcast as you talked about the Family Life Family Leadership Institute uh, that you have been a part of and the impact that that has had on your practice for uh, engaging and empowering families uh, in your school and providing an opportunity for a deeper dive into the SEL and emotional well-being of our family units. You know, we do probably most of the time take it for granted that our kids are coming to school possibly you know healthy or we just push aside what's going on at home and uh, want to provide a rich and wonderful experience for our students but it, it you know it it's a whole lot more than that you know kids coming to school hungry that's a thing that is a thing still today in our world today it's uh you know coming to school with uh uh, emotional stuff that's going on at home that's really hard and we need to you know teach them algebra and math and those things aren't going to happen until we can you know meet the students where they're at and provide a loving and caring environment even up into the high school as we you know work with high school students it's different than how we do that with uh, younger ones but it's still so very important to provide a welcoming and caring environment for our families. All right, so I encourage you to take a listen to this heartwarming and really touching episode of The Second Question with Martin Silverman and Arnie Alea, episode 12 of season three. All right, thanks. Have a fab day. I sure will. Okay, bye. PLN February 8, 2023, out for a fresh art five this morning. It's about plus two degrees Celsius, clear skies, crisp, and uh, 
good to get some fresh air this morning. This morning, as I'm walking, I listen to Seeing the Lead podcast, and it's the one that episode that came out this week. Chris, I noted that you don't put episode numbers on your podcast, so I'm looking for a reference. So it'll be this week's podcast listen of the week of February 6th that came out with Bob Silvera. So you're looking for Bob Silvera, and it is called Fun, Memorable, and something. Okay. I blew that even, and relationships, something about that. So Bob Silvera is a principal of a junior high in Massachusetts, and he talks about how he has an expectation in his school to make school a memorable experience for students. Well, that's a good good thing to do. We want school to be a memory and something that they will go and say, hey, I had a good time there, I learned some things there, and I respected my teachers. And he talks about the difference between like and respect and how liking is about the fun that we can have, but respect is about having the fun that we can have and uh, learning and uh, knowing that the teachers are out for the best interest of students. Fantastic interview about culture, school culture, and you know, modeling at staff meetings and how do we do staff meetings so that we can model our um, you know, expectations for teachers in the classroom. Uh, my classroom is a noisy place, but I believe my students respect me for the most part. I believe they do. Um, we have some fun in there, but I also expect them to do some work. I'm doing media design with my students in our building, and uh, we have a good time because it should be a good time. All learning should be fun. I've had le- good fun learning throughout my life, but did I have memories that came out of those times of learning? Not so much in high school because it was just pretty much, here's a curriculum, learn it, and let's go. And so we have to make it so that it's a a memorable experience. All right, thanks, Bob. Thanks, Chris. One thing that I want to say, I got my copy of Seeing the Lead in the mail recently. So I'm pretty fired up about that. Going to start reading that soon. Okay, happy Wednesday. Okay, bye-bye. One more thing for February 8, 2023. Uh, following up on an earlier listen this week, and you know that's important because if you come back to something, you want to talk about it again, that's uh, you know making uh, note that it has made an impact on you. And uh, on Monday, I listened to episode 154 of Check This Out podcast with Brian Briggs and Ryan O'Donnell, and the, the, the guys were talking about chat, GT, GPT, and AI in education, and how AI has its place possibly or maybe not and uh, Ryan O'Donnell was almost adamant that we know what we should not use it for creative prompting you know like prompting our creativity providing a starting point or a writing prompt or something like that but we should have boredom so we can sit and think and have a way of doing something creative okay so Ryan said, you know, boredom is necessary for creation. Uh, Maybe not exactly, 100% exactly that, but that's what I heard him say. And uh, yesterday in class, I took my students out of our computer lab, took them away from their devices, and we went down to the empty gym. And I had everybody spread out in the gym, and I gave everybody a piece of paper and a pencil, and I asked them to write their name, the class, the top, the date of that. And I said, all right, timer's starting now. I didn't tell them how long the timer was going to be going for. Um, recently in my class, this is my middle school students, my younger ones, um, we have had nap time. So I had, you know, just had them put their head down on their desk for five minutes during class. And they're like, we really like that. So that was good. So I had kind of a setup for this, but uh, hadn't thought about that when I was doing nap time, but uh, for five minutes only, not a long time. 
But uh, for this, I had them just sit with a pencil and it was cool to watch them sit and deal with, I don't know what's going on, I'm kind of bored and what came out. I got lots of drawings, I got lots of writing on paper. Um, you know, I didn't tell them to write the, on the paper. One student was like, I didn't know I was allowed to write on the paper, so maybe I, I would've if I had known that. So just sitting in boredom and being creative, I think is important. Something that I grew up with in kids today, there's a whole lot less opportunity with all the distractions. All right, that's all, talk to you soon. One more thing for February 8, 2023. Listening to Teacher Champions with Brian Martin this morning. Brian brings us an episode titled Helping Students See This One Thing. And so I was curious, Brian and I listened on because I wanted to know what the one thing that you thought students needed to see. And you work with grade two students, which is saying what you just said uh, for grade two students that are so young, that is absolutely important because until, I don't know, I look at students getting into middle school and finding their identity and figuring out who they are and, you know, becoming confident in what they are and who they are is, uh, to me, an, a later years kind of thing. But for you saying that, you know, it's important that we help our students see what their gift is, what they're good at, uh, that might not be academic, but something that they are good at uh, in the early years can really help build them up and give them confidence in this thing called education. You know, I don't recall any teacher doing that for me until I was in middle school. So that's where I'm saying, you know, this experience hasn't really been about me. It's been about raising students in the younger years to uh, be compliant and figure out how to do school. And, but you know, today I believe it is important for us to recognize what the gifts and abilities of our students are even young. So I admire the elementary teachers and I've got one in my school who's really good at paying attention to these fine details of the individuals in her classroom and not just the collective. All right, take a listen to Brian Martin. Don't know the episode number, but it's uh, helping students see this one thing. All right, thanks, Brian. Have a fabulous day. Sun is gonna rise, but the moon is up right this moment. Peace out, have a good day, bye. Hey, PL, it's Friday, February 10th, 2023. It's Friday. Man, we're already double digits in the second month of the year. Where is the time going? I can tell you, there's a lot of things going on for me and uh, yearbook and salmon tank and marking and transition from first to second semester and report cards. Oh my goodness. Okay, I'm going to stop because, you know, it's, uh, yeah, that's in the past already. That's uh, stuff is some of that's going on still, but uh, others of it we're moving on from. Uh, this morning as I'm walking, I listened to episode 122 of the Che and Pav show. Uh, as Che and Pav talk about uh, their transitions into new roles with Beth Lyons. This is a second part episode on episode 122 uh, as they have talked with Beth prior and I missed that conversation, but it's fantastic to hear them talk about how 
They've moved from one place to another in education and taking on different roles. I've had some experience with that myself. Back in my early days, first years of teaching, I taught at a secondary school here in town. Actually, two of them. And so I was in two different buildings in my first one, first year and a half. And then I transitioned to the Abbotsford Virtual School and got into distributed learning and online learning. And what does that look like? And then I had a transition to a helping teacher role for a year and a half and I am hearing your conversations about longevity in a space and in a role and my colleagues that I was working with there Deirdre and Gary they had been in those roles for uh, many many years as you know technology helping teachers in our district and I'd only been there for a very short time Um, and I kind of envied what they had but I also was thankful after the transition because I didn't want to leave the helping teacher role to go back to the classroom to have my own space and students to practice the things that I said were good and useful to classroom teachers. So, um, you know, it's important to have the experimental and not experimental, but the places in your district that you can go try things and have teachers that are on board with that. Okay, one more thing coming up. One second. The last thing for Friday, February 10th, 2023, continuing my thoughts as I was talking about what I heard on episode 122 of the Chan Pav show about transitions in education as we move from roles to roles in education. And uh, as I had my own classroom now back at the Abbotsford Virtual School in a very beginning new program, it was like an experiment. It was a pilot project to see if this thing would go. And I'm proud to say that, you know, now six years later, we have our fusion program, which is jumping. And we've got students that come into our building two days a week for art and PE and technology. And that's, you know, linked with their academics that they do at home, outside of school. And uh, it's a fantastic opportunity. But had I not had these transitions that I had, doesn't say that it wholly, solely hinges on me, but I was a part of the development of our fusion program to be where it is today it's uh it's it's pretty fun pretty pretty fun my colleagues are you know very engaged in making this thing happen too um but my experience is coming out coming back from being away to something that we could start was pretty exciting all right that's thanks beth and uh and Pav for having this conversation. I didn't finish it because this episode's an hour and 22 minutes long and my walk this morning is only about 45 minutes because of time constraints. So uh, yeah, I'll listen to the rest of it in a bit. Che, at the beginning, you go on and on about ChatGTP and about being an expert about this and being the first and loudest and putting content out there as uh, you know, you have a good idea. I really like what you said that, you know, giving some context to who you are when you say things about education and uh, the goodness of it, you know, that's important. I look at this conversation right now and go, okay, I know who that person is, so I don't have to ask what's your role in education. And I take things with a certain grain of salt when I hear people say these things. But others, I'm like, oh man, you know what's going on because I know you teach at the high school down the road from me. And uh, so stating those roles is important. All right, that's all. Bye-bye.
My one word for 2021 is appreciate. I appreciate you giving me a listen as I've created this podcast experience for you. It's a unique Blinkist or Cold Notes version of the content I take in, like a highlight reel so that you can hopefully find other interesting podcasts you may not have considered before. I've recorded the specific podcast episodes in the show notes for your learning convenience. Please subscribe so you don't miss any of my upcoming episodes. And if you enjoy this podcast and its format, share it with someone else. Tweet about your experience or give it a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts. Fresh Air at 5 can also be found on Voice Ed Radio. Your voice is right here and on the Education Podcast Network. Podcast for educators, podcast by educators. I hope you have a fantastic day and get some fresh air before the day is out. And take care of yourself because you're worth it.